Yeah, there's yeah. no way he can listen to this. I, like, I genuinely think this is going to upset this some people. Actually, this is actually going to fuck up my life. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Do we... I think, I think we have to, though. Okay. Okay. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm sending you the location. I hope to see you soon. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Send the Location. I'm Yaz. And I'm Serena. And we have missed you guys so much. And I know you're really excited to get into this week's episode. I know Serena is. I'm actually quivering in my chair right now. (laughs) And not in a good way. This is genuinely about to be a confessional. (laughs) A confessional of our first weekend apart. So Yasmin took a trip to L.A., and I was here scouring the streets of King Street West. Serena was holding it down at home. I was really doing my best, and I really think I thrived. Um, but I did get hit pretty bad. And you can hear in my voice that I'm not yet recovered. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but I really did the most to make up for the li- missing person that I'm, was here. I'm proud of you. I think that this is our first weekend apart in a very long time. And you know what? I just had to get the stories to tell Yaz just to make sure we had enough content, you know? I did it all for the podcast. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was all just for for the listeners, for sure. You know what? I think that we should really get into your weekend because I know I really want to hear about it. You want to get right into it? Yes, please. Okay. What do you want to know? So a man flew you to L.A.? That wasn't a question. It was a statement. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Why? I love the silence that follows that question. <laughs> Spill. I might have met someone that I genuinely just enjoy the company of. And I think likewise. So we've just been making it work to see each other every once in a while mm-hmm. but has never been in the same city that's kind of hot no. no it's definitely it's definitely a part of the the fun but what makes it so worth it that you're about to fly across the country for this man I mean, i think if i find someone that i genuinely want to rip the clothes off of <laughs> the second that i see them maybe it's worth agreeing to get on a plane for (laughs) you know what that just took a turn where i wasn't expecting (laughs) it way too fast (laughs) but you know what i hear you i feel you um i think what you said is valid Mm -hmm. i really wish i was in that position right now (laughs) but here i am scouring the streets of king street did you have fun um i did have fun my friends that i used to live with in paris france when i was on exchange actually all came to stay with me and you know i just had to show them what it's like to live downtown a good time a really good time even on the one night where i happened to just wander away from the crowd um i'm sensing a little serena blackout moment (laughs) there's definitely alcohol and bad decisions involved um, but I made it home eventually, and I think that's the most important part. Fair. I'm glad to hear. I'm curious whether you made it home alone or not, but we can get into that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll save that for later. <laughs> I think we jump back into um, the whole ripping the clothes off situation. Oh. Just because I feel like I have some questions, um, and you were not very apt to give me answers when it was just us two talking. So naturally, I feel like this is the place that we dive right in naturally on a podcast that everyone is privy to you want to ask go for it why why this guy like actually out of curiosity why is this guy so attractive i think we've talked about this a lot recently and it's genuinely like a person's energy how they carry themselves their confidence obviously like looks are a part of it but like overall energy is so important and I think that we can both agree like genuine attraction to someone is such an important part for me now 
in spending any time with anyone, like even giving it a chance. But now you don't just mean attraction to like what they look like. You mean attraction to the bedroom with this person. Oh, definitely. I think that's something that's literally not talked about at all in real life these days. If we're going to be honest, I think that there was a time in my life in like past relationships and situationships that I convinced myself that there was something wrong with my libido. You know what I mean? Like, L- I, yes, literally. Like, I self-diagnosed myself. I was like, you know what? It must be me. But no, like genuinely honor that feeling. And I think I've recently learned um, that it's not me. It's certain situations. I completely agree with that. I think right now, you know, people talk about love languages. Mm-hmm. I honestly know nothing about that. Like nothing about them at all. People ask me, what's your love language? And I actually cringe internally. I just know at this point in my life, if I don't want to constantly be <laughs> like, I hate saying this on the podcast, but literally fucking you at all hours of the day, whenever, wherever, whatever, this relationship will never last. Yeah. Actually ever. I don't think that it even stands a chance of getting to a relationship no, not at stage all. if I don't feel that way. No, not at all. It's such a negative connotation that sex is on top of your list of needs. But to be honest, like it doesn't really matter as much like what you look like or I don't know, like a lot of other things besides that. If you don't have that attraction to somebody like in the bedroom, how are you actually going to consider like talking to them outside of the bedroom? I don't know. I feel like that's just like one of the top things for me. I think that that's what differentiates something from being a friendship and being something completely different. And sometimes we start out with people as friends and then we try to make it into something like that when that initial like animalistic attraction isn't there yes no and I completely feel what you're saying because there are certain people that you just know right off the bat based on like their energy how you guys vibe that like you would have good sex do you know what I mean I think that that was quite honestly something that I knew within the first like 15 minutes of meeting this person right and whether that's even over messages or in person like dead ass you can probably tell a lot of that stuff based on how somebody talks to you um and like what you like and what you want in a person so that's something I think that there's not really a replacement for like you were saying yes you can have even a friend that turns into a boyfriend but you can't just like randomly gain that like physical attraction to them like if it's not there it's not there and you're never going to get it (laughs) as much as you think you could you're not going to I completely agree like maybe I'll be able to like have good sex with that person yeah but it's not like it's gonna be fleeting and it's also gonna feel like a chore (laughs) (laughs) don't you think yeah we know a bit about that yeah yeah but that's not what you experience with this and like that's the most important part exactly so yeah as you were saying that you knew that you had this attraction to this guy like right off the bat. Mm -hmm. What is that like in real life? Like when you were in LA, did anything happen that you're like, ooh, like that was juicy. Like you should tell the podcast about that. I guess there were just a few situations where sex happened outside of the bedroom just because it gen- like it genuinely needed to happen. It, it needed to? I'm not usually that type of person. No, you're not usually that type of person with certain other people. Yeah, exactly. But just in certain situations, maybe on my way to Nobu, I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> and if someone's driving a Tesla, I mean, it... You know, Elon really drives that car, so... Oh, so, like, they're allowed to be occupied. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Now, this guy literally flew you across the country to see him. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sick. Like, that guy must have really wanted to see you. Yeah, I think that the energy was definitely there and kind of showed if he wanted to, he would. That's honestly one of the most attractive things ever. People who are so confident in doing things. Because if I remember correctly, you told me... He just booked you a plane ticket. Yeah, I was half asleep. I was 
being asked for personal information. I did not realize that he was booking you a ticket. That there was a flight. But like that's so hot. Like the confidence to just do that and know that you want to come or like not even care and just do it anyways. Yeah. That's the kind of energy we need in our lives. I think that that's the energy that we all need and everyone listening don't settle for anything less than that. No. Because in my opinion, that guy is putting you in that position to kind of like challenge you. Like if you want to come, you're going to come too. Like he's giving you everything you need to see him. Exactly. And he's also not putting you in the convenience category. Like he is making time for you to come out there and see him. Let's talk about the convenience category, shall we? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, let's talk about the convenience category. Because I think that when you meet someone, you're getting to know them, you can decipher really quickly where you fit on their roster through a few, you know, simple mannerisms. Would you agree? I agree. I think there's probably a few facets to that, like the guy's personality and confidence like in themselves. Okay. Um, but I do think that there are two categories that they put girls into. Um, definitely one of them being the convenience category, like you just said. That is when a guy is only going to see you when he happens to be free, mm-hmm. when he happens to be near you, mm-hmm. um, or he happens to stumble across you wherever you are. It's convenient. He's not really going out of his way, but he's still seeing you. Yeah. I think that this is a category that I've known about since high school. Yeah. Like, the type of guy, you have a crush on them, but you only ever see them out at a party. Mm-hmm. Then you get into university, you only see them at the bar. That's yeah. the only time that anything ever comes of it. Late night, maybe, like, after yep. they're leaving the bar or at an after party. Mm-hmm. And then it's just continued into our early 20s. Yeah. And then it hits, like, the next week, and, like, them saying they want to see you is just... Oh, like, I'll see you next week at the bar again. Like, you're just expecting that I'm, I'm going to be around mm-hmm. and be free for that. Yeah. And you know what? That's fair sometimes if it's, like, both parties are like that. Oh, yeah. If I'm putting you in the convenience category, too, mm-hmm. like, two can play this game. Yeah, and it can be fun. But other times, the man gives the impression that they want to see you otherwise. Okay. But somehow you're still in the convenience category. Do you know what I mean? Have you had any recent circumstances like that? I've definitely experienced a few people um, in general who are very much present in my messages, in my calls, Mm -hmm. um, in general, like very present, like active on my socials. They're definitely making themselves known that they want to talk and that they want to hang out. Like they explicitly say that they want to hang out. Okay. But when it comes down to actually hanging out, whether it's due to whatever circumstances, it's only when they're going to happen to be near or around you. Do you know what I mean? 100%. I've definitely dealt with men like that before, too. Yeah. I think we all have. And I think that it's really important to figure out how you want to navigate one of those situations. For sure. And I also think that part of like the whole reason guys are like that is because sometimes they think they're too cool. To care? To care. Even though in other ways it's very clear that they do, it's like they don't want you to know that they care enough to actually make a time, make a date, make a plan. Do you feel me? I feel you, and I think it's like men making the assumption that if I make this plan with this girl, she's going to think that I want to date her. Mm -hmm. But like... They need to step off of their high horse and that ego because just because I'm making time for you and and giving you that that calendar date doesn't mean that you're the only one there or that I've decided what I want from that either. No, not at all. Let's relax. Let's step back (laughs) and step back down. I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, I think that um, a lot of the times, too, it's like they're intimidated they don't want you to be the one who says no or you to be the one who cancels or whatever so they'd rather just make it known that they're only going to be hanging out when like they know that you're also happening to be free yeah Yeah. (laughs) does that even make sense i don't know i think it completely makes sense and i think that there's a few things that you need to watch out for when it comes to the convenience category and if you are listening to this and you're starting to think i think that i've been put there by a certain 
person that I am speaking to. And the first thing that I think that you need to do is match their energy. Okay. If you are giving them more right now than they're giving you. Get the fuck out. You're doing yourself that inconvenience. Show them what they would be missing if they continued to keep you there. Or simply don't care. Because clearly, if they're only trying to see you when it's convenient for them, they don't really care to see you. And you know what? That's not hot. I completely agree. But I will say that some girls in our DMs right now do care. Right. Yeah. It's really a matter of faking it until you make it. Exactly. And I do feel their pain. Um, Obviously, like if you want to see a boy, like you want to see them and there's nothing you can really do to help your feelings about that. Mm -hmm. But just recognizing that if they're not doing enough, that's really it. You can't be sitting there waiting, begging or asking for effort from them. If they're not putting that time and effort in to actually come and see you, schedule plans, follow through with them, don't waste your time. Because clearly it's not worth it. I completely agree. I think that you should never be teaching someone how to treat you. Never. And that applies for friendships, relationships, um, new flings, literally anything. All of it. And on that note, I think that there has been a very fun trend going around on TikTok this week that we left a question box for on our Instagram. Yes. You guys might be familiar with this. He's a 10, but... Oh, I'm so excited to get into this. Are you ready? I am ready. Do you have them ready with you? Oh, you betcha. Okay, so basically how this works is he's a 10, but there's something that he does that either makes him less or more attractive, and you recategorize that man. He might go from a 10 to a 12, or he might go from a 10 to a two. <laughs> I was literally just thinking a 10 to a two. <laughs> Let's get into it. Are you going to ask me these? Absolutely. Okay. I'm. And then I'm going to let you know my opinion too. I'm excited. He's a 10, but he's rude to the waiter. Okay. It's a four. It's a four for me. I, I think I have to agree. Anyone that doesn't respect people in the service industry I won't have respect for. They probably don't respect you either. Yeah. Because I think that the lack of respect for anyone out there would probably apply universally in their life. Like, if they're okay with disrespecting one person, they're more than likely okay with disrespecting everyone. Yeah, I think that this kind of fits in with some of the other people that were saying he's a bad tipper. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely a four. Absolutely. If not less. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, what is he going to do? Like, also not tip you in bed? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's a 10, but he doesn't have his license. Bro, did you even go out with him in the first place? Yeah, how did he take you out? No. Did you take him out? It's a no. No. I actually think zero. That's crazy. Ooh. He's a 10, but he likes every girl in the city's posts. Mm, he's, He's still a 10. I mean, I feel like it's not that deep. Yeah. This kind of goes back to what we said in the last episode talking about, like, Instagram posts. Yeah, I feel like how it's you really not a big categorize deal. that. Mm-hmm. If you're liking every guy in the city's posts, too, I mean. Yeah. Fair game. No, it's not a big deal. He's a 10, but he's still friends, in quotation marks, with his ex. <laughs> Take it from someone who is he's friends with their ex. He's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> okay. he's a 10 but all he talks about is when he tore his acl in high school no and that's why he's not pro no (laughs) i know that story all too well i'm so sorry you were never going to be an athlete we've all apparently met that man too many times you're a three because you're lying (laughs) (laughs) he's a 10 but his apartment has the fuckboy strip lights in his bedroom. He's probably a 12. He's probably <laughs> good in bed. Honestly, he probably fucks around a lot. So just make sure you're wearing protection. <laughs> Go get tested. Go get tested. <laughs> Stay safe with their kids. He's a 10, but is a King West bro who takes you to regulars. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you let him take you to regulars? Was that a date? I think that Serena has had some 
good experiences with men actually inside of regulars so i wouldn't you know what <laughs> i was literally blackout actually blackout i made many bad decisions that evening um oh, oh we, we will, will we will, will be getting into them. <laughs> don't you worry let me just categorize them as bad decisions but regulars is a really fun place yeah, yeah. so don't get it twisted i had a great time from what i remember He's a 10, but he gets pummeled by the waves of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> this one actually kills me because I can just picture it. The ick that I would get, he's a 3. He's a 5. Like, even if he's hot, there's nothing interactive about waves taking down a human <laughs> I don't think in the water. I think you might need to go to the gym a little bit more. Though. No, but I've seen even, like, gym bros get knocked down by waves. <laughs> it's not attractive at all. He's a 10, but he doesn't take the time to appreciate your lingerie. Rude. Rude. He's probably an 8, because if I'm picturing it, (laughs) having flashbacks, it's probably because it was like a really intense situation, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I can't really take him down that much. Like, yes, I would love for him to appreciate the lingerie, but I can put it back on after. I completely agree, and I think that... Give a little show, you know? some recent circumstances i don't think it's a bad thing if they're taking it off right away also something that i wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. that you and i have talked about recently is refreshing the lingerie drawer (laughs) yes we actually recently had this whole discussion um and went to go buy lingerie together because (laughs) we not for anyone not for anyone specifically it was just it was more of an us thing. Like, we wanted it for ourselves. Yeah, which is the only way that you should be buying lingerie is for yourself. And when you hear this reasoning, you're going to be like, damn, those girls are right. How am I going to put on lingerie for a new boy or for myself that a new boy happens to see that I've put on for an ex-boyfriend before? Yeah, there's something about it that completely just takes the sexiness away from it and maybe that's thinking too deeply about it i don't think that it is i think that i genuinely want to feel as i think that i genuinely want to feel as comfortable and confident as i can and if i'm associating someone else with that (laughs) like imagine your ex like took off those underwear with his teeth and now someone else is gonna do that (laughs) i I just don't like it i don't like it let us know what you guys think i'm genuinely curious but yeah, we recently did an entire refresh. Victoria's Secret pulled through. They really did. My bank account? Hurting a little. <laughs> I'm not mad, though. Okay, let's get back into it. He's a 10, but he prefers to be a little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a 5. I mean, I think, really? it, I think it depends. Like, would you say less? No, I honestly almost might keep them at the same level. It depends on the guy. I was literally going to say that. I think it depends depends on the guy. If he's a super masculine man and he's always, you know, just super alpha and then you get him in the bedroom and he's just... He just wants to be hugged. Yeah, I think that there's something a little bit attractive about someone that can let their guard down Mm -hmm. and also isn't afraid of that because... The super masculine man that can never be hugged or held. There's also a toxicity to that. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. And I also think that in those situations, sometimes it's kind of cute. Like, if like don't get me wrong. I want to be held too. But like you can take turns. It's kind of cozy sometimes. Also, wait, this is such a side note. This is like, maybe this is offside. Um, But one of the hottest things ever is when you're sleeping beside a guy and in the middle of the night, like they're so strong that they like yank you in to like cuddle them. Oh yeah. And like your entire body just like shifts up against them and like you literally had no power against it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, that was just, I just had a weird, (laughs) weird flashback. Weird flashback. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, something about, I don't even think that it's because we're petite. Something about being, like, picked up. And, and like, thrown around like a rag doll. (laughs) 
I'm so attracted to. <laughs> no, literally. Like, when someone puts me in my place, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I want you to be a sweetheart to me 80% of the time, but the other 20%, I think I want to be degraded a little bit. I think it's more like 60-40. Like, I want you to tell me oh, like it is all the time, you know? Okay. Like, there are certain people I've met recently that I don't know how else to explain it besides they have the audacity. Genuinely. Well, you know about someone that has been messaging me lately that I am just absolutely shocked by. And it brings their score. And now that we're talking about men's scores, if you're a five, Up a little higher. yeah, and you have the audacity. And when I say that, it applies to a lot of things. You can go right up to a 12. I am not even fucking with you. Have you recently had any in-person experiences where they had <laughs> the audacity? Um, I have. And to be honest, the situations took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I met someone recently who... I met them in a very casual setting. Like, I kind of knew them from before. Um, like, in a past situation. Um, but when I actually hung out with them, they just had the confidence of God knows what. I was like, where did this come from? Please get in my bed right now. (laughs) I love that. I'm really curious if he made it there. That's a story for another time. The point is, (laughs) see what? See, I know a little bit about this situation. (laughs) And I think that it's completely taken Serena off guard. So it might take a little while to break it down. But I promise you guys, <laughs> it's worth sticking around for. This girl only told me about it today. <laughs> Somehow, we went a week of conversing. And I'm having really weird flashbacks. <laughs> but think, I'm so sorry. Call him. If, mom, if you're listening, please stop right now. <laughs> please, for the love of your daughter, get off this episode. Hi, Grace. Hope all is well. If you're having flashbacks like a week later from a sexual experience, they did something right. Scratch that. If you're not having flashbacks from sexual experience a week later, I don't think it was worth your time. Not at all. Like, you deserve better. So go get it. But yes, back to the audacity thing. Mm -hmm. Confidence in a guy really makes the biggest difference and that applies to making plans texting you um calling you the way that they converse with you okay it's like what yaz was saying if he wanted to he would it's like if he wants to see you and he says i'm seeing you on friday night make yourself available i'm coming over you know it's just as important as confidence in a guy what bringing that to the table as well i think that confidence as a woman can be fleeting it can come and go just because our society for so long told us that men are the initiators men are the ones that are going to make the dates men are the one that are going to reach out and they're going to let us know how things are going to be well it's 2022 and that's not the way that it is anymore and i think that it's been something that's taken me so long to get to to be in a place where I am genuinely so confident in myself I'm not looking for validation Mm -hmm. from someone else I feel that so their energy has nothing to do with me I'm not doing anything wrong no and at that point too it's like there's nothing that's really going to disappoint you like if this guy whoever it is doesn't make plans with you doesn't put the effort in literally what's it Exactly. And I think that that confidence should be coming at you from every facet in your life. And I recently received a question just asking me about how I became so confident. And I think that one of the most important things that you need to do if you're trying to work on your confidence is write down three things that you love about yourself every single day. And I know that that can be hard. It can be something simple like I love the color of my eyes. I love how much I care about my friends. Three different things every single day. And you're going to start reminding yourself how much of the shit you are. 
Yeah, and I really feel like that's something that's missing in, like, unfortunately, a lot of people's, like, guys and girls' lives. It's just, like, one of those things that when it clicks, it clicks. And you have to work on it to make it click. Obviously, you're still going to have your off days. But once you start to realize nobody cares about what you're doing and what you're saying and how you're behaving as much as you do, mm-hmm. literally no one cares. So do what you want to be happy, literally. There's genuinely such a funny clip from Serena's weekend of a man asking no. her <laughs> how she had the audacity. We're going to, anyways, we're going to put it in right here. Um, okay, do you want me to play it? Serious question, Serena. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like on everything. You. Okay, so let me just before I get into it, mention this clip was taken on the Saturday night in question that I blacked out, and I just want to say I was putting business first. Oh my god. The <laughs> fact that this girl <laughs> genuinely in her blackout state. Like I don't remember anything remember from this night. To to take voice memos. I would like to preface though, the majority of these vo- voice memos that we've been taking, we wake up the next morning, listen to, and are absolutely shocked and appalled. We have no idea who took them and when and why. It's our voices, but I could tell you that my mind was not present when I was actually recording this. I'm dead. I think that it's something though what what that guy said just that we've gotten to a level that people are recognizing in us that we are genuinely confident <laughs> in who we are and i think that that's dope and i think that that's something that is worth discussing do you want me to tell you why he was saying that yeah, yeah. the only reason i know why was because i discovered this voice memo like four days after this when i was just on my phone and i discovered it and i was like oh my god why did he say that and i asked my friend that was from new york actually she was with me um and then i asked him and the reason he said that was because i have a rule and i think i don't know if this is a me thing um but i don't save people's contact names until they give me a very good reason to no i think that that's fair so this applies especially when you're single if you're just a phone number in my phone you haven't proven anything to me yet so that's where the audacity of myself comes in (laughs) now this can be confusing myself included when i'm just looking at phone numbers um but i have made it a rule that you do not get a contact name until I feel like you deserve it. How do you feel about that, Yes? No, I think I completely agree with you. I think that that conversation isn't going to go much further unless you give me a reason to remember your name. Mm-hmm. And you know what? People can be mad about that if they want to. Um, but at the end of the day, if you make it from a phone number to an actual name... You know you did something right. Now this is a niche category. <laughs> but girls, I suggest you do it because it makes boys mad and it's pretty funny. Now, if you want boys to be making voice memos in your phone like that, which I know that you do, I think we should get some guys' opinions on... <laughs> I'd be curious to hear from some guys what are the things that they distinguish in a girl that makes her confident that makes them literally say who the fuck do you think that you are i think we should should make some calls now i'm gonna give someone a call who i know has a lot of experience with confident girls he is in the influencer industry so i feel like he's exposed to it a lot more than the typical guy okay so i think he would be a really good option interesting Hi. You're one of those, eh? What do you mean one of those? You're a fucking psychopath. Why? You the fucking you didn't even give me fucking four rings, Serena? For what? 
You didn't give me four rings to answer. <laughs> I swear to God, I did. Okay. You're, you're a toxic fucking psychopath. <laughs> Perfect timing. How, how do you not give somebody four rings at least, like a minimum? Like that's the rule of law, I think. <laughs> you know what? We're we're recording right now, and you're really telling everyone about my toxic behavior. So, okay, so I have a really good question for you. When a girl is confident around you, how do you know? Like, what makes it seem like she is just this, this like, uber confident, like, doesn't give a fuck energy? And is that attractive? Yeah, it's definitely attractive. Um, what, 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 wait, say that again, that question? Like, what do they do that makes them seem super confident? Um... We're really putting you on the I spot mean, here. <laughs> no, no, I, no. Like, I feel like, I feel like just the way she carries herself, maybe like in conversation, um, like. Do you have like, like guess, specifics? Like, knowing questions, like knowing what questions to ask a guy when she's out with them, you know, um, or like just like even like talking about herself and like what she likes to do, like what she's passionate about. Um, like I like I like when a girl is like very like hardworking, independent i feel like that shows like a lot of confidence right like um, when they don't care like they'll talk about it like without being like asked about it type of thing yeah like i like i like when a girl's like very like like confident or comfortable with like what she's passionate about and just like is like just like shows the guy like you know like hey this is what i love to do like every single day this is like my full-time job like blah blah they just like talk about like their thing that they love to do like i love listening to people that are like passionate about what they do Okay, so let's say in a scenario, like, you're at a bar, mm-hmm. and you start talking to a girl. What would be, like, the first thing that you notice, like, oh, this girl knows who the fuck she is? That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> we always have good questions on here. <laughs> that's a great question. Um... I do hear what you're saying about the energy thing. Um, but, like, there has to be certain, like, specifics about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, like, is it something that she says to me that I think, like, wow, this girl's confident? Could be what she says, how she stands, like, her interactions with other people. Like, I don't know, what stands out to you that you're like, oh, this girl knows she's hot or something. But, like, not in a bad way, like, in a good way. We're not talking about people who are cocky. Like, I mean more, like, just confident yeah. in themselves. No, no, I know. No, no, there's, definitely a, there's definitely a big difference. Um, I don't know. I think, like, even, like, like, her saying, like, oh, like, I'm not, uh, not going to hook up with you tonight or something. That shows, like, confidence, you know? Something like that. True, yeah. Someone, someone that actually sets the standard for you. Yeah, like, they're, like, saying the, like, they're saying the tone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, when, it, when she's saying that, though, does she mean that? I don't know. I have another question for you. I don't know. I don't know if I I buy it. Building off of that, though, if she does want to hook up with you that first night, does that necessarily change how you perceive her or or not? Um, Yes yes and no. I'm curious why, because I feel like if you're wanting to hook up with her on the first night, you're wanting her to say that she doesn't want to. When you're saying hooking up, what do you mean fuck or just make out? There's there's a lot going on there. Okay. We'll leave it we'll leave it open. She's saying that if you end up hooking up with her after she said that, mm-hmm. do you think anything differently of her after that, or are you like, oh okay, like it's whatever? No, because at the end of, at the end of the day, then it was just a game. But it always is. <laughs> and I like and I like games. Why? Because then it's a challenge. Yeah, it's challenging. It's a head game after, and it's all about head games. It's all about the mental stimulation. That's all it's about. It has nothing nothing to do with sex. It has nothing to do with hooking up. But that makes the sex so much better. Pardon me? That makes sex a lot better, though. Exactly. So if there's no mental stimulation, I'm not mentally stimulated, I'm not interested. That's true, actually. That's a good point. Like, I'm, not, I'm okay. actually not interested at all. The girl, the girl could be 100 out of 10. If she's not mentally stimulating me, I'm, I'm actually not interested in her at all. I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy. Like, I need some sort of, like, mental game. I love games. I love when they, like, mess around. I love when they play hard to get. So I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're a lot more toxic than I thought you were. <laughs> no, but I, but, I, but I know guys. I know guys that, like, 
we'll just we'll just have sex with girls and they don't care about that but even so even for a hookup you need to be mentally stimulated yeah 100 unless i'm like black belt i don't know <laughs> i think that we i think that we can leave it there <laughs> yeah you know what that's a good point to leave it on thank you very thank much you for your so input much. we'll talk to you later i'm going to go sit with yaz and share a mic again because this part's about to get interesting i think this is going to be a good one <laughs> hello hi Hey. One ring again. I know. We have some questions for you. You do? Okay. Okay. Um, our first question. What for you distinguishes a girl as being really confident? Um, let me think about this. Being very confident. I feel like if she has a routine that she doesn't kind of stray from okay but like what about when she's talking to you like, like what for you, you got, sorry. no you go for it let's say you meet a girl in a bar and like you go up to her and start talking to her what about that interaction makes you think that this girl is super confident she doesn't break eye contact she can continue a conversation and kind of doesn't stumble on the words. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. No, that's true. Yeah. Or if she, like, fucks up, she, like, fixes it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm, what else should we ask him? Do you feel like you experience, like, those uber-confident girls a lot, or are they few and far between? It really depends. Honestly, like, most instances, like, if I'm meeting somebody off, like, just randomly, I feel like, I put them at ease, and I'm I'm fairly um, sociable, so, like, they don't feel uncomfortable. But in the instances that someone intimidated, uh, yeah, it does happen. Okay. I'm also just curious, what for you is a red flag in a girl? (laughs) She has a lot of (laughs) these. That's pretty easy for me. Okay. If I'm starting to see somebody, and they start off with, um, white lies or small lies that are unnecessary. Um, I feel like that's like a big indicator that they're gonna probably do some shady shit later. That's true. We talked about that on like last week's episode. We said that if someone's like over exaggerating or like kind of like lying unnecessarily when it's yeah. like, literally not even needed whatsoever, that's a huge red flag. Yeah, like you're lying and you're saying that you were about to go pro and you. <laughs> A scout never even came to your football game. Like, mm, it's just not. It's not the energy we need. No, one hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie. I had a I had a girl lie to me that she um, didn't use like the sex toy a lot for and <laughs> she lied and said she didn't. Embarrassed. Listen, she was embarrassed, but I bought her a sex toy and I was like, if you use it, let me know. And then her roommate actually told me that she used it. And then I called her out and she still lied. And then I was like, what the fuck? But Damn, her roommate threw her under the yeah, bus? What? I'm, I'm very, I can infiltrate someone's social circle pretty easily. <laughs> can so, you? I make best friends on each other and, you know, give me the details. So. Okay, but why would she lie about that? This is so off topic, but why would she lie about that? Yeah, no, honestly, I still don't know. But. Honestly, I, I feel like, like I, I think that there's some girls have shame in being like, yeah, I watch porn or yeah. like, yeah, I touch myself. And a girl will be like, I've never done any of that. And yeah, so you're true. the only thing that's ever touching mm-hmm. my pussy. Have you ever been like playing Never Have I Ever? And girls are like, I've never masturbated. And you're like, are you actually OK? Or do you think we believe that? <laughs> you're also just doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> like, and for what? Yeah. No, then I'm like literally sitting here thinking like, okay, what about when you're in bed with a guy and he tells you to touch yourself? Are you going to pretend that you've never done it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you for your input today. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) I think that that's actually like a really interesting story because I definitely can remember a time in my life where I wasn't confident 
in my sexuality mm-hmm. and owning that as my own thing. Like I always associated being sexual with a partner. You know what I mean? Or it was almost like looked down on for a girl to pleasure herself, like literally. Yeah, but somehow guys were on Pornhub and, you know, And you had nine. to pretend that, like, you've never seen porn. Yeah. And for what? Genuinely, I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't figure out what you like and what makes you tick. You're never going to be able to show another person. I actually think this kind of comes full circle. It incorporates, like, the confidence, the audacity the being comfortable in your sexuality I think it all comes back together because if you think about it like whether or not it's like in the bedroom or not that confidence reflects in everything Mm -hmm. like literally everything so if you're in the position where like you're not comfortable even being yourself out in public like being like your literal unapologetic self like in every single way when you're in the bedroom what are you going to do? Like, just do what the other person wants and, like, not worry about yourself. Exactly. And I think that that's how people get in situations where they're not climaxing because they're just doing what they think that the other person wants and they're not focusing on their own needs. Mm -hmm. I think that's also why I'm at a point in my life where I am having the best sex in my life because I'm confident in myself. I know what I want and I know how to communicate that. Yeah, for sure. That even comes back to like talking about sex afterwards or before or whenever with the person like you're literally having sex with. Like if you can't talk about it openly, then that's kind of weird. I don't know. Is that? No, I completely hear you. It shouldn't be something that needs to be discussed in the late night hours. You should be able to talk about what you want, what you expect from sex, how it was, what you would like to change. Like, even if it's not that deep, though, like, I literally, (laughs) this person in my past, I literally had sex with him the first time and gave him props after. Like, actually. (laughs) And after that situation, I don't think I will ever get into bed with somebody I don't feel comfortable enough literally giving props to. (laughs) I feel like during some people don't feel comfortable asking what they want and I've just heard that from other people's situations Mm -hmm. and letting someone know and guiding them yeah well that's what I mean too it kind of like applies like all around in those situations because like even if it's and then not so serious conversation or a serious conversation even being able to make jokes about something that happened like during sex Mm -hmm. in the middle of the day in broad daylight Like, you should be able to do that. Like, you should be that comfortable with that person, like, who you're having sex with. Because it's always so much more fun if you are. I completely agree. Did I ever tell you about the time that I literally fell off the bed in the dark? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I now need to hear that. (laughs) So, let's take it back. I can't even believe I'm about to tell this story. (laughs) But I feel like it was really funny. And you know what? At this point in my life, I think this is really when, like, that flip that I was talking about switched in my confidence because I genuinely did not give a single fuck. Um, And to this day, I feel like nothing can traumatize me. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. But no, like, the situation wasn't even traumatizing. I don't even mean it like that. I just mean, like, this is how genuinely unfazed I am about everything. Like, okay, let me just get into the story. Okay. So I have, like, one of those platform beds. (laughs) You know, the ones with, like, um... Like, a little part around the outside of the mattress that you can step on. It was, like, a low-rise bed. Okay. I don't know I'm if that... Picturing, I'm, I'm picturing this. <laughs> Just picture what I'm talking about. And in at this time, I had my bedroom um, in the basement of my parents' house. So, at night, it was, like, dark. Like, really, really, really dark. Like, you couldn't see anything. So, me and this guy are literally having sex. And... It was him. Honestly, I'm going to blame him. I'm going to throw him under the bus here. He literally went to, like, flip me from the top to the bottom, like, with his arm. I don't know how to explain this. I'm, like, making the motion <laughs> to the mic as if, like, the mic can see me doing it. Okay. Um, but you know when, like, you're on top and the guy grabs your waist and, like, flips you to the bottom? It's hot, right? Until you flipping to the bottom becomes you being off the side of the bed. 
So I literally, oh my God. I literally was on my back, on my floor, beside my bed, Stop. pissing my pants laughing. Like, how could I take that situation seriously after that? <laughs> I literally just felt defeated. I fell on the ground, literally smacked my head on the side of this bed. Oh my God. And just started laughing so hard. Wait, but did you guys... I'm genuinely curious. Did you guys get back into it? Oh, yeah. Was There was, like, there was a happy ending. Oh, my God, yeah. This was, like, one of those people that we were talking about that, like, you could rip their clothes off at any point in the day, and it didn't matter whether or not something funny just happened. I fuck with that. Oh, it was so funny. Honestly, like, I look back, and I'm like, that was a great memory. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, I couldn't even believe it happened. Like, when I was on the ground, had a little self-reflection, and I was like, you know what? This is karma for literally having sex with this guy who I don't give a fuck about, but he's just so good in bed that I had to be there. Um, and this is my karma. <laughs> That's it. That was really the end of the story. I really just fell off the bed. And then after that, I nakedly got up <laughs> and oh got back God. onto the bed. <laughs> and got back onto him. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he put me back on him um and that was hot because we were both laughing so hard like it was so much fun (laughs) we love yeah this is my point circling back to if you can't be making jokes and having fun during sex like you can switch it from being sexy to funny in two seconds if you're comfortable with somebody yeah Yeah, and and also if you're if you're confident in yourself Mm -hmm. and what you're doing yeah like i feel the thing do you think i give a shit like (laughs) i was like oh well (laughs) yeah afterwards i was still like high five that's good Good job. Break. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've given you guys a lot of spice this episode. Maybe too much, but (laughs) trust me, there is more to come. I think I'm getting a little bit too comfortable on this mic. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we needed. Thank you guys so much for listening to our fourth episode. If you're not already following the podcast on Apple or Spotify, and also on our instagram definitely do so even on tiktok the content is coming your way (laughs) and you don't want to miss it if you tune in to our socials um especially instagram we're going to be posting polls this week um we have a really (laughs) really juicy episode again (laughs) to record um in a few days and we're going to be getting all of your input on those polls so that we can actually put your two cents into the episode too so make sure you're following us on those platforms um we would love to hear from you and keep writing in keep telling us your secrets we're here for it we're excited for you and we can't wait to talk about it bye Bye guys ciao